Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the BPD Bunch Brunch, where we get together with our favorite brunchy beverages to catch up, play games, and talk about all things BPD. I'm your host, Sani, and today I am here with Laura. Today's topic is BPD and pregnancy. We really wanted to capture the experience while it was happening. So Laura and I sat down at the beginning of the summer to have a conversation about her experience of BPD while pregnant. So we hope that you enjoy this special brunch episode. So congratulations, Laura. Oh my gosh. It's been quite a wild ride, huh? Yes, thank you. I'm actually bouncing on a ball as we speak right now. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I can't even sit in a chair anymore. <laughs> Laura was pregnant for all of season two, just a couple of episodes that she did, but she hit it really, really well. <laughs> There's a couple outtakes of her being like, I, I gotta go pee. <laughs> yes, I did. And you know, at first I wasn't 100% sure if I was going to share it at all on social media. There's a lot of people that follow you and you just kind of get nervous about revealing too much information. But there just came a point where I was like, okay, I don't think I can hide it too much longer. So um, I was just like, let's go. And I've had a lot of messages of people asking on both ends on the on the Latina aspect of it and on the BPD aspect of are you going to talk about the pregnancy? So this is the best place to do so. So I'm excited. Yeah. So tell us all about your your pregnancy journey. <laughs> It is a wild ride. It is definitely true. The first trimester hormones are, it's it's tough. The second trimester is great. And the third is like, whoa, it's it's a wild experience, but uh, positive overall, but it has its, it has its moments, it has its moments. So in terms of like BPD symptoms, first, just so for some context, how long would you say that you have been in, you know, functional recovery, meaning like pretty well managed BPD. Yeah. So functional recovery for seven years now, I did a lot of therapy. I did a lot of skill work. And even then, sometimes you have flare-ups. I was not prepared for the flare-ups during pregnancy though. So is there like an instance or a story that stands out to you from the pregnancy where you were just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. <laughs> 
Absolutely. So there's a lot of things in the first trimester. However, there is an influx of hormones and this is normal. There's a lot of things happening in your body. And for me specifically, it was difficult because I was having morning sickness and I wasn't able to keep anything down. So I actually lost weight. So there was a lot of stressors and that influx of hormones. That's when it started to feel kind of like overwhelming. And I started getting that thought of all or nothing. And it really started with like being in bed, feeling sick, feeling just shitty and being like, I'm the only one going through this and everybody else has no idea what this feels like. Right. And even though my partner was extremely supportive and he was there the entire time and he was like, Oh, I'm sorry. And he was there helping me out. It's like, and I know your partner also goes through it too mentally, because even though they're not carrying the baby, it's still on their mind. But of course, you're thinking, no, no one is dealing with it as hard as I am. That was really the only thing in the first trimester. Uh, second trimester rolled around and I felt great. That's kind of the time where you have a lot of energy. You can eat. Uh, the, the bump isn't too big, so it's kind of not hindering you. But then the third trimester rolls around. And the amount of hormones in your body is feels like even more than the first trimester. Obviously, you're getting ready. There's a lot of discomforts. The bump is a lot bigger. And I'm not even mentioning the anxieties that you go through, by the way, during the entire pregnancy. But that's when everything started. So things that I've never felt in my life, like jealousy. I've, I'm not a jealous person. Uh, I've never felt that before. And I was making up scenarios in my head, straight up, like just imagine, <laughs> just pure imagination scenarios. I was my poor partner just driving him crazy, you know, because I'm over here thinking of ways that he was cheating, which he would never like. It's crazy the way your mind goes. I was thinking of things like how your body's going to change. Then you feel like, oh, my God, super guilty for thinking about this instead of your child. All of this. It was just a mountain of things. I can go on and on. It's crazy. But the third trimester is tough. That was really tough. Well, it is really tough. You're in it right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got 11 days. I got 11 days because this baby isn't turning. Uh, she does not want to turn around. So yeah, we ended up getting a scheduled C-section. And let me tell you, relying on the internet has its pros because you do feel a lot closer. There's a lot of people that um, give you at least feedback and everything. But there's a lot of stigmas out there about childbirth, about parenting, about motherhood. And there is a lot of opinions, strong ones. And it's unfortunate because it, it's a bummer. Like it, it should be how everyone feels comfortable. And I can't tell you how many people, as soon as they knew it was a C-section, were like, wait, you're not going to have a home birth or you're not going to have a birth in a pool or you're not going to, you know, try to bring this baby out breach. Like it's crazy the amount of judgment that you feel. And I had... Even comments from clients that would be like, you're not taking maternity, right? Like, like you don't need to just make sure you don't get an epidural. So your recovery is faster. I even had a client that was like, you could just bring the kid in. Like there are lumps. You could just put it over there. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that alpha mentality, you know, in, in some of these women is like, you know, power to them, but you go, whoa. So you're constantly in this, like, there's no middle ground and it's very, very overwhelming. So you start to feel very guilty. Like, okay, you're worried about your job. You're worried about your business. So um, 
you get worried about that and then you feel guilty because you're like, the only thing I should be thinking about is the baby. So I feel like for when I was looking at, you know, all these issues with BPD and pregnancy and postpartum depression, a lot of it does stem from, from breaking away from your old self into this kind of evolved self or new person, having to kind of mourn the person that you were and entering this new role, because pregnancy is something that is it's bizarre. You're not a mother yet, but you're not a maiden either anymore. You're kind of in the middle. It's difficult. So when I was looking all of this up, of course, a lot of people said prenatal, prenatal therapy, just because you get to understand your body a little bit better, physiologically, biologically, hormonal, and understand that we can't overthink a lot about this because a lot of it is just your body doing its thing. And if we overthink and try to reason and try to find a logic, we're going to go down that hole. So that's the best thing I found about when I was doing my research was definitely do prenatal uh, therapy and also just understand that a lot of it is physiological. Did you come across any stigma about like BPD and pregnancy or motherhood or any of that? Oh, absolutely. I came across. So you're in there, you're down the rabbit hole, you're looking at forums, you're looking at Reddit. I found things like, you know, people with BPD should never be mothers and they should, you know, they should know this, like, this is like, this is horrible for the children and all of just the mountain of horrible things. And not just with BPD, with anxiety, depression, all of these things, or how dare a mother be depressed or anxious? Like, this is what your body's meant to do. Like you're a bad mother. Oh, things that you're like, oh my goodness. Like it's, it's. It makes you feel bad. And when you're going, you have so many hormones rushing through your body, it's hard to be logical. And you do, you do get bummed out and you start doubting yourself. You go, oh my God, like, well, what if you, you start thinking about bizarre things? Like, what if I don't bond with this baby? What if I don't, why don't, what if that moment that everybody has when they see their baby and you're just like, I'm in love? What if I don't have that? Because to begin with, I'm not the person that melts over people's babies or goes into, the, I know my mom goes into like Target and sees baby clothes and goes like, oh my God, you know, and I feel nothing, not not because I'm an asshole. It's just not something, I'm an only child. I didn't grow up with any babies around me. But here's the big but. When the, you have to realize what you're already doing. The fact that I am super conscious about what I'm eating, about my exercise, about making sure that she's moving, that she's doing her 10 count. Is she comfortable? Is she not? Is she feel, you start to realize, oh, wait, I, I'm already super invested in this, in this person. Like maybe I'm not the person that's going to, you know, melt and, and cool over a baby, but I'm going to protect the baby. I'm going to love the baby in my own way. And that's the thing, right? Everybody has their own way. Well, as you're talking, one of the things I'm thinking is a lot of these emotional experiences are probably actually pretty normal, right? They're not necessarily like, oh, BPD is coming back. Like I've, I've, I've had lots of conversations with other women who don't have BPD, who've been pregnant, who are like, oh yeah, like my hormones were crazy. And so if you have BPD or if you have some sort of nameable diagnosis, you may, while you're going through a pregnancy, be tempted to say, oh, like I am doing this wrong because my emotions are crazy or I like, there's something defective about me. Has there been any part of you that's fought that by being like, oh no, like my body's doing 
things it's never done before. Of course I'm having this reaction, you know? You absolutely, and that's the way you have to think. You reason it, right? Even if you kind of are freaking out and having a moment, you always go back to being like, hey, yeah, my body's doing a ton of work. It's literally making another human being. Of course I'm going to feel this way. But there was one moment where I felt extremely overwhelmed, more overwhelmed of being like, I have to do this perfectly. And how am I going to be this, you know, perfect everything? And I remember I grabbed my hand and I started just pressing my nail, my nails onto my hand just to kind of have that like feeling of control. And I remember always feeling that feeling with self-harm, right? There was like a level of pain that helped relieve the inner pain. And at that moment, I was like, oh, no. Like, this is something I haven't felt in a very long time. I've been able to control this myself. Um, and right now I feel out of control and I feel like I have to rely on that pain. And as soon as I realized that I snapped out of it and I was like, okay, just breathe, take some deep breaths, start trying to reason and all of these. But that was a very, that was a moment at the beginning of the third trimester where I was like, nope, it's therapy because even though I can try to reason it, I don't ever want it to get to a point where you know, I, I do self-harm or anything like that before I can get to reasoning, you know? So yeah. that was a huge moment and it's only happened that one time and it really did help me go, oh no, you know, that's, that's not okay. But most of the time you're absolutely right. You're, you're going, Hey, aside from the BPD, aside from the general anxiety, from all these other things, this is normal. And you speak to a lot of moms or moms to be in there like, yeah, like I've never had anxiety in my life. And I had panic attacks during my pregnancy. You know, it is a huge stressor from the second you find out you're pregnant. And I know a lot of women out there are going to say the same. You're literally going to the bathroom and you're looking at that toilet paper all day long, right? You're like, oh my God, okay, there's no blood. There's no blood. There's no blood. Then the second trimester, you're like, you're supposed to feel the baby. Like, oh my God, am I feeling the baby? Is this just food? Is this just gas? Third trimester, you got to count the kicks. Oh my God, did it kick 10 times? Is it not moving? It's it's constant, like it's constant anxiety. Obviously, like we're both sitting here from the perspective of someone who has BPD and we're never going to know for sure what it's like to be someone without it. But like, if you think about it, how would you characterize the moments where for you, you feel like it goes from, you know, this is normal pregnancy stuff to this is definitely more like my BPD or OCD. Just the kind of feeling hurt for something that didn't even happen that you made up in your mind. And everyone's like, why are you acting like what happened? Why are you acting this way? And it's just this whole scenario you built in your head that is not real the creation of things that weren't there that would lead to bad behaviors, like in the past leading to, you know, texting your ex or doing something like that. Uh, just because you feel like, well, if this person doesn't value me and it's like, wait, that person didn't do anything. You made it up in your head. How did that manifest like during your pregnancy? Cause I, I mean, maybe you did text your ex, but I don't, I, no, I feel no, like no, you no. didn't do that this time. Yeah. So <laughs> this is so stupid, but I want to be really open and talking about it because it's important, especially for any, you know, BPD mamas out there because it, it's tough. So I remember I went into a forum of uh, mom, you know, moms to be trying to talk about pregnancy because you do feel a little bit lonely. And in this forum, 
everybody, instead of talking about their pregnancies or anything like that, we're just talking about jealousy and their husbands and Instagram and all these things. And I was like, oh my gosh. And of course, at first I was like, come on guys. Like, you know, you have to trust your, the person you're with and trying to give my own personal advice, but then it gets in your head. Right. And some of these women were like, oh yeah, I go through my husband's Instagram to see what he's liked, you know, recently and whatnot. And it's like a spiral of things. So obviously I was like, huh. (laughs) And I, we follow a lot of the same people. So I also follow a lot of beautiful women on Instagram or models or things like that. Right. And there was one in particular and it was like, liked by, you know, my partner, like three weeks ago, which there's not, by the way, there's not to me personally, there's nothing wrong with that. It's like a beautiful piece of art or something that you like. Oh my God. It felt like my world was over. It felt like, Oh my God, you know, I'm pregnant. I'm not pretty. I, I, I don't look good enough. Uh, just these things that have never in my life. I've never thought this before in my life. So that went from that to creating a whole scenario of horrible things in my head that didn't even happen. And just the rest of the like couple of days, just acting completely different and hurt. And like he had done something when he didn't, he didn't do anything, anything out of the norm. So yeah, I definitely got influenced by that group. I left that group (laughs) and, and it was, uh, yeah, it was nuts. So you uh, did a pregnancy photo shoot you're talking about like not feeling pretty. So how did, how did that, what was the effect effect of that on you? Did did that make you feel better? Or were you like, Oh my gosh, I'm so (laughs) self-conscious. That did make me feel good. And that's, it's so weird because you go back and forth on the one side, something that I found very empowering is culturally um, women who are pregnant for us or about to give birth. There's like a sense of um, we don't lose our sexuality, right? You don't go into like, oh, I'm dressing down and covering up. It's it's something that's really beautiful. And it's something that expresses your, you know, ability to create life. So going always back to that made me feel a lot better. But at the same time, living in the United States, and especially in California, where everybody looks like a movie star, it's, it's difficult. <laughs> so the photo shoot was wonderful. It was it was great. I wanted it exactly how it went. And it made me feel more more than beautiful, very secure, very like, like, look what I'm doing. It's, it's a, it's a big deal. But I must say that one thing that happened, not only in my social media, but even in from my father and other people were people going like, oh, I didn't expect you to to be a mother, or I even had comments on Instagram, like, I didn't peg you as the breeder type, or you, you, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, or you're more like, kind of like you gave up being this person that's supposed to like fight for things and whatever to just the white picket fence, right? (laughs) That was tough because it was, you know, you're already kind of mourning your, your, your older self and, and you're trying to And then people tell you this and you go, oh my God, then what am I doing? What if I don't know what I'm doing because I'm not supposed to do this? You know, it's, it's super messed up and no one should ever feel that way. And I know now that no, you're not the, your old self isn't dying. You're just evolving. If anything, if anything makes you a stronger person is to have to 
you know, make a human, protect the human, make a loving person. Like it's again, this, there's no duality, right? You're a strong woman that you can't be a mom or you can't be sweet or tender. And if you are sweet and tender, then you can't be a strong woman. Like it's so, it's so annoying. So if you have like (laughs) tips to give to other people who are pregnant and have BPD, like what would your top tips be for managing symptoms or dealing with any of these struggles? Number one is don't wait, whether you have BPD or not, don't wait for prenatal therapy. Get it because it's something that it's an experience that's new for everyone who's new to it. If this is your first baby, we have no idea what you're going through in our minds and our bodies. So prenatal therapy is super helpful just to understand yourself biologically, physiologically, emotionally. And I I honestly am bummed that I waited till the third trimester. I should have done it the second I knew I was pregnant. So I kind of would learn how to navigate the trimesters and not just rely on what the internet says. Secondly, if you do have BPD and you, you do feel these, you know, reoccurring patterns or things that in the past led to bad behaviors, address them and make sure that you are as logical as possible and as empathetic as possible towards yourself because you're going through a lot. And even though everyone tells you and you hear it and you read about it, you really have to sit there and think like, at this moment, I have four set of kidneys, you know, I have four lungs, I have two hearts, I have, it's, amazing what your body's doing physiologically and what it requires from you to be able to do this. So of course you're going to feel drained. Of course you're going to feel emotional. This is all, this is all normal. However, going back to the first one, if it feels abnormal, if it's too much, if you're too anxious, if you're out of control, if you cannot deal with it, you need to ask for help. And there is a lot of help out there from your physician, your OB to online where you can find resources and help. And third is that if you are in a situation where you have a big family, rely on your family, ask questions. That doesn't mean, yes, you're going to get a lot of opinions, but you're also going to get a lot of support. If you do not have that and you are on your own with your partner or a single parent, uh, relying on an online community is very important and has its pros. you got to choose the right one for you. You need to make sure to take the time to see how comfortable you feel and to not listen to what every everything everyone has to say. Don't ever feel like you have only one way. And I think that's the most important part. Like I've said, if you feel like a home birth is for you, a water birth, a hospital, a C-section, a breastfeeding or not, it's whatever's right for you, but don't ever let anyone else make you feel like the decision isn't up to you. Are there any like revelations that you've had about yourself or life or anything where you're just like, man, this is, this is the goods. Absolutely. It's uh, it's, it's the craziest, most inspiring thing you'll ever do. It gives you confidence. It makes you feel strong. It makes you feel accomplished because you physiologically, you were able to make someone right. Like it's just, it's a crazy feeling, but also the vulnerability and the vulnerability is the hardest part because being vulnerable is extremely difficult for me. So it's a humbling experience when you, you do have to ask for help or you do have to say, Hey, I feel sad or I don't feel good or I feel worried or I feel scared. And you rely on your partner or your family or anybody else. It's a, it's a beautiful experience. And just when you start feeling the baby kick, I know everyone says this, but it is, it's amazing. You go, oh my God, there's a little person that reacts to me. You know, 
she knows when it's when it's me who touches the belly or when it's her dad. It's a really cool experience. And even though it's super scary to know that in less than 11 days, we're going to have another person here, you can't help but to think all of those things that the baby's going to experience for the first time that you get to experience again. It's almost like living again, right? Seeing someone taste something for the first time or look at something for the first time. It's a really nice, it's a really nice experience. And on that note, the experience is different for everybody. That was the biggest realization for me. You don't have to be, you know, melting over the baby clothes when you fold it. If you're not melting over it, you're not a bad mom. You know, if you're melting more over the fact that you can't wait for your baby to, I don't know, watch you do something or everybody has their own way of loving. And that's very important because I did feel like I was broken. I did feel like there was something wrong with me if I didn't have all of these emotions that every single mother feels. It's okay to not have all these emotions that everyone tells you you're supposed to have. You're going to love the way you're going to love. And if you do have BPD and you're scared of experiencing these things, just make sure like always you're aware, you do your research, you involve yourself in therapy. It's really important to not judge yourself and just kind of be aware of that situation. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming to share your story. I actually have, we made you something, some things. <gasps> no. First of all, this is for you. Oh, it's a my shirt gosh. Congratulations notes from everyone. It says this mama is on the BPD bunch and you'll be able to read all the notes from everyone. So I'll put that in the mail shortly. But we that also, so sweet. we also had to do this. Oh, <laughs> yay. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that is so, so sweet. I know you don't melt over baby clothes, but maybe this one will give you a chuckle when you, when this you get one's it in the making mail. me want to, this one's making me want to cry. See what I mean? Like, like that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's to me. Oh God, I'm going to get emotional about it. It's always the sense of community. That's what gets me. And that's why I can't wait to show my child that no matter, yes, the world is slippery. Yes, the world is hard. Yes, the world has a lot of things. But one of the most beautiful things it has is a sense of community that you can find anywhere in your family or outside of your family. And I'm so thankful because the BPD Bunch has been such an experience, even right now that I haven't been able to be in a lot of the episodes and something that's so special. So thank you absolutely everyone in the BPD Bunch for doing that. You guys have no idea what it means to me, how appreciative I am and what a big deal that is because if anyone knows me, I always go, I love when people make stuff for me, like more than any other kind of presence. So thank you so much. That's extremely sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you are so welcome. So, Laura, it's been it's been a it's been a minute since we filmed that episode. How how did everything go? Man, it's been almost four months. My baby's about to turn four months this Sunday, so that went by so fast. The experience was unreal. Actually, right after we filmed that that video, I think it was like maybe five days later, I had the baby. So it happened so quick, but um, I ended up having a scheduled C-section, but then she came early. I was all ready to be like, I'm gonna start eating super well because I wanna heal. And that night I had like Del Taco, we were watching a scary movie. And the next morning I wake up and I'm like, this, this isn't pee. 
and my water had broken. I got to experience contractions and an emergency C-section, but it actually went super well. The little things I was terrified of were not bad at all. It was a great experience. Uh, it was awesome. But I will say that at the beginning, um, when she was first here, I did experience a lot of emotional dysregulation. Obviously, you just had a baby. So I don't know how much of it was clearly hormonal, but also because my baby was born with hip dysplasia. And it's because she was breech for so long, it usually happens genetically or with females. And she was breech so long that she, when she was born, her little legs were just to her face which was awful. So she had to wear something called a pavlik harness for about three months. So we finally took it off. She's all okay. But I think that with the birth postpartum, it was, it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot for sure. Well, you've, you've definitely handled it very well. And we're all really proud of you and welcome your daughter into the PPD Bunch family and into the world and send her lots of love to your family. So Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I got so many good gifts from the BPD bunch. I can't wait to show everyone her dress and her little BPD onesie. I'm so thankful to the whole community here and I can't wait for you guys to meet her. Well, thank you everyone so much for watching. We hope you got a nugget of information to take with you on your journey and we will see you. Oh, make sure to like, subscribe and turn on your notifications so you do not miss a single episode and we'll see you next time. Thank you.